0: Life gives you problems, where do you go for help? We all know what to do if something's not quite right with our physical or mental health, but what about something deeper? Where can you go to fix that? Well, that's what we'll be learning about in this video today. Hi, my name is Tatiana, and welcome to Community Christian Anywhere. Welcome to Community Christian Anywhere. We're a group of people who have found that Jesus offers the best life possible. And it's not about religion or philosophy of life, but it's about being committed to a community where we can learn from Jesus on how to love everyone always, just as He does. We know life is sometimes confusing and difficult. It's not always easy to know where to turn for answers. And so we want to help with that which is why we want this video to be more than just content you consume, but a doorway into our community. So throughout our video, you will see a number on the screen. If at any time you feel like taking the next step with God or our community, go ahead and text that number. It will go directly to our speaker for today, and they will get back to you as soon as they are able. I want to encourage you to listen to what God may have to say to you while you're watching because no matter what you think about God, we believe He can't stop thinking about you. So don't hesitate to reach out. In fact, the best way to connect with our community right now is by commenting in our chat during our live stream. And if this is your first time chatting, we are so excited to hear from you that we want to offer you a free $10 Grubhub gift card just for commenting for the very first time. Yep, you heard me right, free food. And all you have to do is leave a first time chat with the words, I love free food. And if you're not watching on live stream right now, we've got you covered. Just text the words, I love free food to the number at the top of the screen, and we'll make sure you get a free gift card. So go ahead, get to chatting. And as we get the conversation going, let's get started with our main idea for today.
1: If your car broke down, would you know where to go to get it fixed? Okay, I know usually those are rhetorical questions, but I wanna know, if you needed to get some work done on a car, where would you take it? So if you're a person who works on cars, now's your chance to put some free advertising in the comments section because this is something all of us need to know. How about if something breaks at your house? Who do you call? I mean, I know some of you are good at this stuff and you don't call anyone. I like to try to fix things myself, and uh, when something breaks uh, that I don't know how to fix, do you know who I call? I call YouTube. (laughs) Like I have a few mechanic guys I follow on YouTube. They specialize in my vehicles and they help me. Uh, I have some DIY sites that show me how to fix what's broken. I, I guess the point I'm making is that when something breaks mechanically or something at your house doesn't work right. Most of us with a little research can find someone, some place or some procedure to get that thing fixed. Uh, There's a good shot that whatever's broken can come back together again. Uh, Last week, we started by asking, what happens when something mechanical or physical breaks, but what happens when my life breaks into pieces? What do I do when I find my life falling apart? I mean, when your heart gets broken, What do you do when your soul and your emotions are all screwed up? What do you do when your mind's just kind of like paralyzed and locked up? I mean, Google doesn't have great answers for that. I mean, when you type in, I broke my life, how do I fix it? Hey Google, I'm trying to decide what's right and true and what's real and what's not real. I'm just kind of locked in between, What, what do I do? What do I do when I try to do the right thing, but everything i think would fix it it makes it worse when when the doctor asks you so why are you here do you say well i keep trying to do the right thing but what i think's is right is always wrong that that's why i'm here i mean some of you have tried to have some form of this kind of talk with your friends or about your relationships and why you always screw them up and why you'll always get hurt, and they mean well, but I mean, they say things like, well, just keep trying, man, you'll figure it out. <laughs> what makes you think that? I mean, based on what? My track record says I won't figure it out. Or they say, hey, just follow your heart. You're like, I did, I have, and now my heart's broken. Or, hey, just give it time. Or as I said to you last week, my response used to be, just, just ignore it, just, just keep going, just, just walk it off. But, but here's what all of us know about the essential parts of our life. When they break, sometimes you can't walk it off. And when you try, you actually make it worse. If you're new to Community Christian, let me introduce myself. My name's Ed and I'm so glad you're joining with us today. Uh, since you and I don't know each other, let me tell you something about us at Community Christian. If you continue to join in with you, I promise you, uh, we won't do that thing of telling you the reason you feel broken is because you're a terrible person and that if you had tried harder, you wouldn't be in the place you're in right now. I, I don't believe that. What I think about you and me is that most of the time, you and I are doing the best we can in a really confusing, jacked up, lost, and broken world. I say most of the time because, of, well, of me. <laughs> I know me and sometimes I know the wrong thing to do and I just do it anyway. But not all the time. Most of the time I'm trying. And some some days I get it right, and some days I get it wrong. And I'm like you. I mean, I'm doing the best I can most of the time. The other thing I believe you'll find to be true about us is if we don't we don't try to give out empty self-help advice like, hey man, just keep trying. Don't stop believing. <laughs> If you just keep walking in the right direction, eventually you'll figure it out and you'll become the best possible version of you. Maybe, maybe not. Here's what I found in my own life. In the most essential parts of my life, like relationships and marriage, parenting, friendships, waiting to stumble on the right solution, it's not a plan. Because the whole time I'm hurting myself and I'm hurting other people while I'm stumbling around. There has to be something better than that. So here's what we, uh, uh, this is about us. We're, We're people who believe Jesus is right and that his ways are better. Now you don't have to believe that and you can hang around here without believing that. I'm just telling you what we believe. We believe that Jesus is right and his way to do life is right. So when we don't know what to do, we ask him, we ask if, Jesus had anything to say or advise around this part of our life. And then once we know what He says, well, we commit to help each other, not to know it, not to quote it, but to do it. And we believe that as we do what He says to do, He can take the broken pieces of our heart and our soul and our mind and our decisions, our relationships, He can take those broken things and He can make them whole again. And that word whole, it's been our starting point. It it just means that what you think means lacking nothing, complete, it's not broken apart, that's what that word means. Out of the same word in the Greek, we get the word that math people listening will get, it's the root word for integer. Now, if you don't remember an integer, an integer is a whole number as opposed to a fraction or a part of a number. And if you take the same route, which we get uh, that word in the English language, you go from integer to integrity. And what that means is that all the parts of my life are integrated into one life and they all match up. And the opposite of that word, well, it's hypocrisy, which means I'm split, I'm broken. The parts of my life, they aren't in agreement. I'm not the same inside as I am on the outside. And the Hebrew or biblical word that I'm describing for this wholeness is shalom. And it can be translated peace. If you could have something said about your life, I mean, here's what I bet. Wouldn't wouldn't you like to have it said about you that, hey, she led a peaceful life. She, She just never seemed to be ill at ease. He was full of peace. His life just felt complete, whole, like he didn't lack anything. So that's what we're talking about when we say this word, whole. We started there because of some of the most famous words that Jesus, our leader said. A man comes up to Jesus one time and he asks him, hey Jesus, of all of God's commands, what's the most important thing? Jesus doesn't miss a beat because What the guy asked is what Jesus talked about most of the time when he's speaking. He's talking about living your life in the kingdom of God. Now, I know that sounds really churchy, but here's all it means. Jesus would say, no matter who you are, or what you've done, or what has been done to you, no matter what you've heard in the past, or what's happening in your life right now, it is possible for a normal human just like you to live every day of your life with God as your companion, right here, right now. No matter what you heard, you don't have to wait until your funeral when you show up in some place called heaven. You can choose to either live your life on your own, trying to figure out on your own, or from watching other people who are just as flawed as you do it, hoping you don't screw up too much or hurt too many people. I mean, that's one way to do life. Or you could choose It's actually possible to allow God to live inside of you and have him direct your life every moment of the day in every situation. You can either choose you or you can choose God.
0: For thousands of years, Jewish men and women have prayed the following words of Scripture daily. These words remind us of the kind of wholeness that God wants to bring to our lives, a life where we live heart, soul, mind, and strength, fully focused and devoted to God. It's in this kind of unity where we find true peace and wholeness in the midst of our brokenness. So today, let's take a moment and pray these words together. After we do, reflect on any areas of your life where you currently are experiencing brokenness or separation between what is and what should be. Now, let's read these words together. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Now reflect on where these words are not true for your life. Let's once again read these words together, and this time in silence, ask God to bring wholeness to the broken pieces of your life. If you're not sure you believe in all this, would you take advantage of this moment of silence to maybe offer prayer to God, asking Him if He's real to reveal Himself to you? I believe He wants to do that. Now let's pray these words again. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Now ask your heavenly father to bring the pieces of your life into his perfect peace. Father, thank you for your desire to bring our lives into your perfect peace. Thank you for Jesus who himself prayed that we would experience unity within ourselves, among one another, and most of all, we would live in perfect unity with you, just as you live in perfect unity with the Son and the Holy Spirit. May you draw us closer towards this wholeness today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen
1: so that guy says jesus what's the one most important thing and jesus answers "Hear, O israel the lord our god the lord is one love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength and the second is like it now before i read the rest of that i just want to say to you this is an unfortunate part of, of having to see the this in english because Some people read these two as like separate things, and what Jesus is actually saying is, you can't have one without the other. The second is connected to it. It's like it in importance. It's not love God, and hey, if you get around it, do the second one too. The first and the second one, they go together. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no command greater than these. And the reason is, it's because God is whole. He is one. He is not broken. He is complete. God's not missing anything. So if you and I will bring all of ourselves, heart, mind, soul, and strength to Him, God will take all of these broken parts of our life, and He can, and He will make us whole. He'll make our life better. Make something possible in your life that without him would never have been possible. Now that sounds good, right? But would you have expected me to say anything else? I mean, I'm a pastor and you're watching something from a church. You expect me to say, just love Jesus with all your heart and your life will turn out better. And what does that even mean? Well, that's what I wanna to talk to you about today. I wanna to talk to you about how this works in a real life in the 21st century, and you maybe already know how to do it on your own, and maybe you get it right. I just want to try to be real clear and practical here on how we love God with all of our heart. This that you're looking at is called a dry stack rock wall. I love to look at these things. I'm frankly fascinated by them. The interesting thing is that uh, they can be made up of thousands of different size rocks. And as long as the rocks are all connected, this is a really strong wall. As long as each rock is connected to each other rock around it, supporting the ones above it, the more pressure you put on it, the stronger it gets. But if you have one rock that breaks or one rock that gets pulled out of place, that entire section of the wall is in danger of falling. Now, obviously, I want you to think of that as a metaphor of your life. Your life is made up of a whole bunch of interconnected parts, but there's just one life. And as long as all those interconnected parts are in place and they're all doing what they need to do and they're all touching and supporting one another, it's great. My life is complete. And even though there are a lot of pieces, my life feels whole. I don't feel broken. Now jesus would agree with you he would say your life is really complex but if you take all of these parts of your life and i just say you can put all the parts of your life into these four basic areas heart mind soul strength your heart you bring that your soul your mind your strength all of that it makes up you and all of these work together and they make you work together and when they're working Your life is working right. So I just wanna talk to you about this first one, the heart. Now, we won't get very far if you think Jesus or me, we're talking about the muscle in your body that's pumping blood right now. When you hear this word, I I I want you to hear that I'm referring to the part of you that makes choices and decisions. It's what I determined to do. It's the part of me that calls the shots, determines what will happen next and what could be for me and those I'm connected to. Now, I just want you to hold on to that today. Your heart is what determines what could be for you and for those you're connected to. So, very practically, when I read, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, it means. I'm calling the shots. I'm making the decisions for my life, but I'm making sure they align with what God says is good and true, and that will lead to a good life. Let me break this all the way down. Your heart, it's your wanter. And there have been times in my life where my wanter, it's just been broken. I wanted things, they weren't good for me. They weren't good for anybody else. No one forced them on me, but I wanted them. There've been times where I frankly didn't know what to want. So here's what Jesus is saying. If you wanna obey God's commands, make sure what God wants and what you want, they're the same. I make sure that what God wants and what I want are the same. Now that is way easier to say than it is to get done. I'd love to tell you that God and I We're always on the same page, but a lot of times we're not. And I bet if you were honest, you'd have to say the same thing. Here's why, because there are other parts of my life and they're advising my heart, you have it too. There are other parts of our lives that are advising our heart about what we should or shouldn't want. There are other voices speaking to me, like my soul, And there are different ways to to think about this, but here's the context that I believe Jesus is talking about. He's talking about your emotions, your feelings, your passions. It's about your imagination. Your soul is what makes you uniquely you and and not them. And and that part of you is speaking to your heart, your wanner. Hey, I think we ought to do this. It'd make you feel great. So your heart is your wanner and your soul is your feeler. See, I told you I'd make it really simple. Then your mind is what? (laughs) It's your thinker. I mean, we all know we have synapses firing and bringing us thoughts, but we'll often say, I just knew it in my heart because our minds are speaking to our heart. It's a part of who we are. And thinking may or may not be all that logical, but really thinking can we can kind of reduce to What do I believe is true? What do you think is true? And then based on what your mind thinks is true, well, it advises master control, which is your heart about what choice, what decisions that you ought to make for the best possible outcome. And then your strength, it gets stuff done. So in the way I'm talking about it, it's your doer. Your strength is what gets you out of bed and gets you to work in the morning. Based on what your feelings and your thoughts have told your heart, the doer then takes orders and brings all of that information from inside of you into reality in your world. But until your heart tells you to do it, to go do something, it's all just kind of hypothetical. But what Jesus says is that when you bring all four parts of who you are, your heart, your wanter, your soul, your feeler, your mind, your thinker, and your body, your doer. When all four of those work together, well, that's a whole life. And when they act and operate in agreement with what God wants, God feels, God thinks, and what God would do, then that that's what makes a good life. And then your life will be whole, and you will be at peace and not in pieces you will be missing nothing. So the key to a good life is that all the pieces of my life come together and they act as one in agreement with God. And the result is, I have the best life possible. And it's defined with words like peace, shalom. I'm missing nothing. And if that's true, Well, then the opposite of that is also true. I mean, what happens if you have a broken water? I mean, what happens if you have a broken soul? What happens if you have a broken mind and you don't know how to think anymore? What happens when you don't have the strength to do it anymore? What does all that mean?
0: God's answer for the brokenness in our world and our lives was something no one expected. Jesus, who had no brokenness in Him, went to the cross and took on the weight of our brokenness for us to bring wholeness to our lives. And so every week, followers of Jesus around the world break bread and drink from cups to remember the body and blood of Jesus given for us to bring the pieces of our world and our lives into perfect peace. We call this time communion. And if you are prepared to remember Jesus in this way today, use whatever emblems you have on hand, a cracker or a piece of bread to remember Jesus's body and a cup of water or juice to remember His blood. But if you're here and you're not sure you believe all that we do, I hope you'll use this time to reflect on all you've experienced today. Is it possible that there's a God who desires wholeness for your life? Could He bring your life to perfect peace? I believe He desires to reveal Himself to you. So would you consider using these moments to reach out to Him in prayer? Maybe reach out to our speaker for today through text. But if you're a follower of Jesus, let's take the bread. This is the body of Jesus given for you to forgive your sins and offer you the gift of new life. Let's take and eat and remember. And now the cup. This is the blood of Christ poured out to make a new agreement between God and people life forever in his kingdom let's drink and remember for whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup we declare the victory of jesus over the brokenness of our world until he returns amen
1: so would you think back with me now about a time in your life when you would describe as good or full I bet if I could look at that part of your life that you look back and you say was a good time, when it was when what could be aligned with what you had always wanted and with what God wants. When all of those are in alignment, when what I want and what God wants and what the future is going to bring, when they're all in agreement, I mean, when what I want and what could be reality and what God wants, they're all together. It feels good and whole and peaceful. And when did you get your heart broken? Well, I bet it was when your heart was told it can't have or it loses what could be that you always wanted and you can't have it anymore. Remember that moment when your heart was broken, when the thing or the person or the dream, whatever that is that you wanted or hoped for and planned on that was gonna be the future, when it walked out the door, it got taken away or it died? Maybe it's a person that you're married to or you used to be married to. Maybe it's the person you were dating and they left and maybe it's your kid and you don't have a relationship with them anymore. Maybe it was a job or a dream or a hope. It's what you thought your life was gonna be and then you were left facing what could be now that you don't want and it broke your heart. And now you're faced with, what am I gonna do now? I don't want that, I want I want a different what could be. And so you're gonna to try to figure out what to do. And your heart, your wanner, is gonna tell your body, your doer, to do something. So what's your heart gonna do? Well, it's gonna to listen to its advisors. What should I do next? And the advisors are, so how do you feel about it? What do you think is true? And then if you're a follower of Jesus, most of us would add, well, what does God think about it? Which is great if all three are in agreement. The problem is, and this is where life gets all screwed up, is when they don't agree, and and then you, I mean, your heart. I have to choose. What am I gonna? Who am I gonna listen to? Because I'm listening to somebody, and then I'm gonna do something. Well, what if at some point in your life, your soul's already been broken, and your feelings are not on track? And you've already told yourself, I'm just gonna do whatever I need to do to feel happy and be safe and in control all the time. So your feelings are always advising your heart to run after happy, safe, control. And you're always protecting yourself to never ever feel bad. Or some of us have another thing we say, I'm just not gonna feel anything anymore. I'm just gonna limit, I mean, that felt so bad. I'm just gonna eliminate feelings and I'm just gonna think. So now you live your life locked up, analyzing, overanalyzing everything in front of you because you just don't wanna make a wrong decision, which is why you can't make a decision about anything. So you take the soul out and you have that part of your supporting wall gone or something you leaned on in your thinking and then you found out something you analyzed as much as you could analyze it, you were wrong. And now you can't trust your mind and you can't trust your feelings. And your life begins to crumble without all its supporting pieces. Now, for some of you, this is why you listened this far. I just described so much of your life. I mean, I don't know what's true anymore. I, I don't know how to live my life. So I just go with whatever I feel like in the moment. And now my life is, well, I'm codependent and I'm addicted to something or some feeling. So I, I tell myself every day, what, what do I have to do to, to get more of that to protect me from this other stuff? So you medicate through all kinds of stuff, sex, substance, whatever. And now the physical demands of your body, your doer have taken over your life and they've taken on a life of your own and your body runs your heart and your feelings and your thoughts and your life. And you feel like you can't help yourself. Your b- body just wants it. I couldn't stop it. You you mean your fist didn't decide to punch the person you love? You You didn't decide to cheat on the only woman you ever cared about? I mean, how did that happen? Well, your heart gave a command based on what your broken soul felt and what your broken mind said about what was true, and then your body carried out that bad command. Now, most of us can see this and admit we see it in us if we're honest. The question is, what do I do with that? What's the solution to that? So along with teaching that we could do life with God in his kingdom right now, like I described earlier, there's another part of the message that Jesus would include. The way I picture it's like this. I don't see a lot of condemnation from Jesus for people who wind up wanting the wrong things because their soul got broken and their emotions lied to them and led them to the wrong place. And then they thought something wrong and that led their thinker to tell their wanter to command their body to do something wrong. I think Jesus would look at people like that. And the reason I believe this is because people like I just described, people like me who've messed up, they love being with Jesus. And I've never met a person who loves being with somebody who consistently condemns them. I think Jesus would go to people like I described and say, hey, I don't condemn you. There are all kinds of reasons that you wound up here. No condemnation for me. So, hey, get back up. I'm with you if you want me to be with you. I won't tell you what to do. I I, I won't tell you how to think. But I'll link up with you. I'll walk with you. And I'll show you what's true. And we'll see what really works. The only question I have is, will you follow me? I'll stay with you the whole way if you come with me but I can't go the way you're going. You're gonna to have to turn and come with me. Now the biblical word for what I just described of turning and going with Jesus, that's that's called repentance in the Bible. And what leads to repentance is faith or trust that maybe, just maybe, Jesus knows more about how to do life than you do. And maybe he knows more about what a human should feel and what they should think and what they, That when we feel the right things and think the right things and we want the right things, that leads us to do the right things in His power and strength. But all of that starts with me turning and me going, coming with Him. So would you be willing to start by asking, is that what I really want? And then would you be ready to move from what's broken and untrue to what's whole and peaceful? So here's what I wanna do, I wanna pray for you. And then there's gonna be a song that talks about Jesus being the king of our heart. He wants to give you peace, wholeness to make you complete, but this is where it starts. Will you trust him with your heart? He can be trusted because he's good. He never lets us down. You can text me if you want that. Just text me your name. I'll reach out to you for now. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray right now for everyone joining in. There isn't anybody who's honest that admits that our heart hasn't wanted things that weren't right and listened to our feelings or the thoughts we had that we found out later were wrong. And we've done things that were wrong. And we've hurt ourselves and we've hurt other people. Father, I pray that you would help people to see that jesus wants us to walk with him to be with him and i pray right now for people that are joining in with this that they would decide they want that father help us to help each other do what you ask us to do i pray right now for people who are listening that they would just text me and allow me to help them thank you for your love for us in jesus name amen
2: King of my heart be the fire going to let me down. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down.
0: God to have all the pieces of your life to fit into His perfect peace. And when one of those pieces is not moving in the right direction, it can set your whole life off track. Would you begin this week to start focusing on what it is that you truly want for your life, not what will feel good or what will make things easy, but what you really want to be true for you and about you. We want to help you with that. Like I said before, we want this experience to be more than content you consume, but a community you can be a part of. One way you can join with our community is by visiting our website, cccanywhere.com. There, you will find resources you can use throughout your week, including resources designed just for you and your children to help them connect with God on their level. You'll also find ways you can support our church financially if you feel led to do so, not because we need your money, but because supporting the body of Christ means that sometimes we need to give back some of what we have been given to care for and serve others. The best step you can take right now is to click on the card on cccanywhere.com that says join our Facebook group. It'll take you straight to our Community Christian Anywhere Facebook group where you'll see the join group button. Click that button to connect with us during this week. I hope to see you there. We're going to leave our chat open for about five more minutes after the video ends, and I hope you'll connect with others before you sign off for the day. I hope you have an amazing week. And remember, no matter what you think about God, we believe He can't stop thinking about you.